Well, yeah, I'm definitely. If you're wondering if uh, anybody's online, I'm online. Uh, my little green light next to my AIM handle, it's... I didn't, I didn't use AIM. Um, I used to just talk to my friends in real life, and um, I would just bring a green light to them in person and be like, hey, I'm available to hang out, you know, like, like you used to do, you know. It was always hard to find a green light. Speaking of uh, the internet, uh, if you've been on it recently, um, I have too. I don't. I think I actually saw you on there. Um, I was just walking by. I won't say what website it was. You know, it starts with. Uh, let me give you a hint. It starts with www, and it ends with .com. Geniuses, uh, the ARG guys. You know, they can get right on that. I'm sure they'll crack it in no time. The entire internet now is just made, it's designed to make you want to be on the internet more. And uh, it worked. It was a successful little psycho psychological trick. So kudos to whoever figured that out. But um, obviously there's the obvious criticism of like uh, the social media that you choose to use isn't representative of reality. So you're getting like just a bunch of freaks and weirdos pretty much and you think that's you know regular people and of course it's not and so as a cause and a result of that most of the stuff that people spend the day getting mad about is just you know it's nothing it's not real at all none of it's none of most a lot of it is not real some of it's real israel gaza that's real but there's also just a lot of other distractions obviously and i think uh, generally, people recognize that, but that doesn't seem to really stop them from from uh, walking right into it. I include myself in all of these categories, depending on the day. Sometimes, some days, I'm I'm the guy who's like admonishing the me from yesterday because I was like, how could I have thought that? That was so stupid, and that was only like 16 hours ago. Who knows what's going to happen in the next 16 hours? But when you get to the other side of it, or when you look at it from the other side, it's one way of looking at it is just more obvious. Even if you don't always feel that it's tr that it's true, but when it does feel true, it's much more obvious than the other way of thinking about it. And if that's not vague enough, I can go vaguer. Basically, you can think about something sometimes but sometimes you can't I think that there's something to take from that if uh, just uh, give me your email and I'll, I'll tell you what it is because uh, you know I know it I definitely know it it's just I don't feel like saying it because it's hard I'd rather just um I'd rather just like I wish I had you know actually I wish I had uh, eggnog given that it is it is of course uh, it's December 15th if you haven't started christmas shopping yet then you might be me or you might be you and we just have that in common but it also maybe you are me maybe solipsism is real that means no one has actually done their christmas shopping because if i'm the only person who exists then zero out of the one people who exist have done their christmas shopping like, what a dark philosophical insight worthy of Nietzsche. 
God is definitely dead if I can't, like, find something for my niece in the next few days. I mean, she has enough toy. she has a toy room. Once somebody has a room full of something, you usually think, okay, I think you're good. Like, if you met an adult who had a room full of... By the way, I'm gonna skip over the whole God is dead thing, and I'm just gonna accept that that was my segue into what I'm talking about now, and I'm gonna have to just be okay with it. But she has a to toy room. So if you met an adult who had, like, a gum room, you'd be like, you don't need that much gum. You'd stop buying them gum. I don't know why I chose gum. As an example, it's the same thing, gum, toys, everything is exactly the same. And if you don't believe me, um, I wish I could, I wish I could convince you. Um, but it's not my job to do that, it's just my job to, uh, inform you that the, uh, Mazda 5K campaign, you can, uh, enter to win, uh, $5,000, but it has to go to the government. It's 100% taxed. We fucked up somehow. We're sorry, but somebody's gotta win this, or... We filled out all that paperwork for no reason. Mazda. Damn, these are getting... These are getting intricate. These are starting to have backstories, these ads. We must have some, like, Netflix guys running this thing. No, we don't. It's just my... It's just in my... It's in my mind palace. It's weird because when I go in my mind palace, it doesn't look like a palace like in Sherlock Holmes. It's just the inside of a subway. All the information I have access to is the different, like, the stuff on the menu. Because I memorize the subway menu. I go in there just to make sure that, like, the prices are updated so that when I go to my mind palace, it's, you know, accurate. But I can't recall any other information. There's, there's no one there. There's a, there is a guy named Footlong Fred. He's the subway mascot. Um, he's just a big talking sub. He looks like shit. He just, it just, it just looks like a picture of a sub with sunglasses on it. I don't know why they didn't spend more on the... Also, this is, this only exists in my mind palace. So if you, if you want to find Footlong Fred, I don't know what the hell you're going to find if you put that in Google, but if it's what I think it is, then that's weird, because I'm pretty sure he's only in the Mind Palace. If he's in reality, we're fucked, because he's evil. Did I not mention that? Footlong Fred pointing a fucking gun at me, kicking me, pissing all over the floor, and it's coming out as like ketchup and mustard. It's like, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm trying to remember the sub information. And he like flips me off, and he sticks out his tongue. He calls me a racial slur, and... I don't want to deal with Footlong Fred anymore. So yeah, that's what's... That's what's been going on with me, and, um... So I'll hand it off to our man, uh, A new segment from a new guy. His name is Bird Williamson. Bird Williamson has been in the business for decades. He's been installing roofs. He ins he fixes the sink sometimes. He's just the maintenance guy. I kind of get anybody else. I, I almost got Ben Stiller this week, but I didn't get around to like making any connections that would allow me to get Ben Stiller on. I don't know Ben Stiller or anybody connected to him at all. And I don't work in entertainment. So I just didn't get around to, like, establishing all that. 
because it sounded like a lot of work and truthfully it probably would be so i'm glad i didn't hindsight i don't need that i don't need a career in hollywood all with the ulterior motive of meeting ben stiller it's not worth it you probably just walk around the fucking whatever neighborhood larry david lives in you'll just bump into him Be like hey i loved you in uh meet the parents you know it's funny but, oh no i liked well i liked robert de niro and meet the parents i like the dog and meet the parents okay that's what i watched it for well, anyway, all that to say, um, Bird Williams, uh, just, I just gotta dial him up here, and uh, here he is, Bird Williams. How's it going? Bird, Bird, can you hear me? Bird. Is this, uh, wait, is this Bird Williams? Okay, what, what, uh, how you been doing? Why are you talking like that? Are you okay? I'm in the basement and I'm taking care of all the uh, bugs and uh, all the insects. Okay? You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I remember this guy had a weird... He has like a weird vibe and it's fine. Like, it's deep down like he's actually really chill. Like, right? Like, can you, can you vouch for... Can, can you prove to people that you're a chill guy? I... Like ska. Yeah, see, he's a ska guy. So I don't like I don't like ska, but I mean I know it's like a normal kind of music, so it's not like it's not weird. I'm just saying that to anybody who thinks Bird Williams is like strange, because I'm getting like he sounds like I'm realizing now, like he's kind of like he sounds kind of weird. And I'm no offense, Bird. I've heard it before. So look, Bird Williams, buddy, I'm gonna go ahead and hang up on you, and I just hung up on you. And I want to thank you for doing what you do. And uh, I want to thank, uh, you know, uh, the president for, like, showing up to work so that we can have a country. That's a pretty interesting nonpartisan opinion to have. That's a weird thing to say. Hey, I'm glad the president is, he, I'm glad he woke up today. What would happen if he just slept in every day? The president slept until like 1 p.m. Do you think anything would be different about anything? I'm proposing we pass along Congress, but basically we should l just let Joe Biden have like five, four to five extra hours of sleep. Yeah, a lot. There's no way he doesn't need it. And so look, he's just some old guy. Like, just leave him alone. Like, just let him go to sleep. What the fuck is he doing? Why are we making him do this? It's mean. So what was I saying? Um, so, yeah, so... It's always good to do that. Um, that's a real reset for me. By the way, I'm a cartoon character. I'm not a real person. So if I was real, don't you think... Don't you think I would look more realistic? Did you ever notice that I'm hand-drawn? That's a lot of noises. There's too many noises, so I have to move something around. I'm just gonna do that classic thing of jiggling some cables around. That always works. Well, I, can't, I can't do this. I can't deal with it being like this. I gotta figure out how to fix it. I just, like I said, I don't know how. And there's only so many things anybody can know. So I, I'm all full up, man. I got nothing. I got no more brain left. 
I didn't have much to begin with, so they're not making more of my- they're no, no more brain for me. So this is all the brain I'm ever gonna have. And I'm talking about the organ. Okay, so get your head- get your- get your goddamn head out of the gutter. And stop getting tempted by clowns who live in the sewer. Look, it's a lesson- it's a lesson everybody learns at some point. Everybody meets it. And everybody has to make a choice. Do you join it? Do you say no to it? Everybody says no to it. I said no to it when I met it. It's been smooth sailing. I definitely made the right decision, especially after reading the book, you know, it. I didn't hear about it until much later. It was hard to connect that it was about it, the it I met, because it's, it's the same it. I was like, oh, he's in the movie. But, uh, yeah, everybody goes through that, and you just have to kind of... You get everybody has to talk to their kid about it, you know, because one day they're gonna meet him. This fucking balloon or whatever. I didn't see that. Sh I didn't see that movie or, or read the book. So it's about a clown in the sewer. That's all. Yeah, that's it. So the end. I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about like, uh, fuck. I really called my own bluff on that, huh? So next segment, I'm gonna throw Glass Johnson against a wall, and he's gonna explode, and I can finally be free, be free of this curse. You know, and actually, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm gonna let Slurp on Lipstick come out himself and explain it, as of course it is his time to do time check anyway. Uh, so without further ado. I don't have to be like his, like Ryan Seacrest. You know, I don't have to. I don't have to hype him up. The level of his talent speaks for itself, and I definitely don't mean that in a good way at all. Here's Slurp Von Lipstick. Hey guys, so yeah, it turns out that uh, basically, long story short, the news that he was talking about with um glass johnson basically to make a long story short i'm an immortal being my phylactery is glass johnson i think that was it so basically people are making threats on my life and i didn't even know about it until i just walked in here and i heard talk of throwing glass glass johnson is a phylactery that doesn't mean he's not a conscious being He's still alive. And I'm alive as long as he is. Guess what? He's a fucking glass, so he's gonna be sticking around. As long as he's taken care of and looked after. I mean, Glass Johnson has a legacy. Why would we want to extinguish that legacy? He's still in his prime. And as long as he is, so am I. So on to the time. I don't think I had anything else to talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, I went to uh, Target for the first time. And I thought, this is incredible. I walked all the way through. I didn't purchase anything, but I just wanted to get the vibe. And the vibe was so good. I'm never going to buy anything there. Let's see how the time is at 10.48 p.m. For those who are uninitiated to a time check, I'll just uh, tell you that p.m. means it's nighttime. And you can take that to the bank. Maybe don't. Maybe just take, like, currency to the, like, money. 
don't take me saying what time it is to that doesn't make sense it's not possible so other than what I've already told you there's um there's not much I can give you um, I would recommend actually if you're just looking to get into something new um, try bananas bananas yellow bananas yellow you know and I put the bananas on the self checkout and I have to enter the code in because you, there's no barcode to scan it comes up as bananas yellow and I always think of that being somewhat like attorneys general for some reason I'm just saying that's what it sounds like to me I'm not saying you have to I'm not saying you have to agree I'm not saying you have to find that interesting or funny but it's just an observation and now it's over and now we're moving on and I'm moving on um, I'm actually going to be the host of a, a new feature on CNN it's gonna be the CNN time desk and I'll be uh, I'll be anchoring and I'll be just telling you what time it is and if I'll give you like encouraging messages if you think that you're late I'll be like if you're late you can make it on time and if you're early to wherever you need to be I'll be like just chill have a drink on me and I crack open a beer and I drink it and like I'm just like I'm basically like the Jim Cramer of the whole thing though I'm like throwing clocks against the wall and so I'm unfortunately gonna have to just move away from from doing time check permanently um, and I realized that I've previously made excuses or what sounded like excuses that I was gonna be done doing time check that didn't uh, end up materializing this is for real so this is definitely not gonna fall through at the last minute absolutely not because why would things that happened in the past happen again they already happened in the past the same thing can't happen twice well that's been me slurp von lipstick um and if you have uh if you order the slurp von lipstick um, t-shirt well it's not coming a bunch of dogs tore him apart. Sorry. Wait, he's got a merch store and he cut me out of that? He's selling shirts? I'm the whole fucking re- I'm the whole reason anybody even knows who he is. The same can't be said of Glass Johnson. I mean, Glass Johnson, like, he could be out doing his own thing. And frankly, the fact that Glass Johnson is keeping Slurp on Lipstick alive really makes me kind of... I'm seriously considering doing damage to Glass Johnson, and I know he's right there, and I, he can hear me. I'm having a hard time making sense of these, because, you know, you, you just have to keep talking, and um, it's not always going to make sense. You would think that maybe it would make more sense to just, like, stop for a minute and think about what I'm going to say. I've never done this. I don't even know how to do it. And so, well, now I am. Oh, should I just did it for the first time? I hated that. That hurt. Ultimately, it's easier to uh, think less, but figuring out how to think less is really hard. Or it's hard to get to a point where you like you feel like you have complete control over it. To me, in a probably a really long-winded way, I feel like to myself I can logically prove that it doesn't make sense to have certain thoughts. And if I focus on the logic of that, then it starts to feel true. Because it doesn't feel like I have to believe in any reason to do it. I'm just doing it because it seems to be of benefit. 
even though I do think there's a reason attached to it, but actually I don't even need the reason to justify doing it anyway. If in a sense, like the in a sense, sort of the not the religious argument, but the belief in God argument, just generally speaking, I don't. I think it actually could be decoupled from like morality. I'm not completely on board with morality having like an ontological basis in reality, like it comes from like the Platonic realm. I can see that being the case for like some abstract concepts, like the Greeks talked about, like. The numbers and sets and stuff. And you hear Roger Penrose talking about how he thinks that mathematics is discovered and not invented. Which isn't a direct statement as to whether something like a platonic realm actually exists. But it's just leaving open the possibility of, yeah, it does seem like it was just here. And we kind of came up with a model to think about it and make it useful put it to use but we don't remember it's kind of unclear where it where this self-consistency could have could possibly arise from it definitely feels calculated in some way so who would count who calculated it and who calculated the incredibly the incredibly slim margins for the properties and of the particles and fundamental particle physics and if it was above or below, no carbon life, no suns, fuck you, dead universe. It's like, oh, we'll just turn this knob a, a, a nanometer this way. Oh, here's an entire world filled with, at least one world filled with life. So, but given the fact there's even one is pretty miraculous. And to think that it came... From just one little nudge in like, you know, the cosmological constant or like the force of gravity or something. And I used to, so I used to kind of be, up until very recently, I, I didn't really think that was a good argument. Because I just thought, oh, well, yeah, there's any infinite number of possibilities where something completely different would have happened. And we just happen to be living in the one that we do. But there's not any evidence that there are any other like reality so what what do you comp you're comparing that against something that's uh, imaginary this universe we at least know exists uh, doesn't, doesn't mean there's not more to it but so yeah so that's what's been going on with me coming up next we have things i found rummaging around in your garbage but first it's a message from Barney, the big fucking purple guy, you know, the big dinosaur, millennials, you know, right? Pour one out for old Barney, R.I.P., yeah, he died. They just got another guy to go in his suit, and now it's a new Barney. So it's definitely different, but it's still Barney. Teaches kids a lesson, sometimes, Bar sometimes people die and the new person has to go in their suit. Maybe that's not the lesson. I don't know, but it's a—it's—he's a fucking icon. So give it up for Barney, everybody. <laughs> yeah.
yeah, unfortunately this doesn't work well in an audio medium, but if you could see this, basically Barney's just standing here staring at me with his eyes wide open, and he's not saying a single word. And actually it's really scary to me. Alright, well that was Barney, he just... He just walked away. He didn't say anything or do anything at all. Why would we pay him to come here for? I had to meet his agent in an underground parking lot. And he, like, looked very impish, and he was like, Oh, so you'd like to do business with my client Barney? And I said, I just, I need somebody. I need somebody to come on the show, because I don't know what the fuck to talk about. And he said, okay, well, I'll be in touch. And Barney showed up in my kitchen at 9pm. I don't know how he got in there, I think he just materialized. And he gave me a note. Do you know what it said? I don't know. It was just scrawled in purple crayon. I have no idea what it said. But I took that to mean that he was on board. And I guess he was. And that was... There's no way I got pranked. That was definitely fucking... It looked just like him. I guess I just have to move on. I guess I have to get over it. I'll never understand it. I'll never understand. I have to make peace with that. Oh yeah, and I just want to say, uh... By the way, just a heads up, if you do happen to have a dream of a footlong Fred tonight, there's a hotline number you can call. I'm going to post that because a lot of people have been seeing footlong Fred ever since, you know, he his existence became known. So, And these are often very scary, very unsettling dreams, we're told. And um, so if you experience that, you can try to get help i mean we can't really do anything because he's gonna get he's gonna get you he's always gonna get you we don't know how to stop him but we'll just try to calm you down just because he's made out of bread doesn't mean he can't like completely destroy your body if he were real question is is he we don't know is he just a hallucination is he a mental construct or is he really just some dude who just looks like really fucked up like he looks like a sandwich that's the weirdest option anyway um you are doing great keep uh, listening keep keep actually maybe i don't know if you should i don't know if it's good for you so i would turn this off i listened to like uh i gotta listen to joe rogan talk to ed helms about hinduism or i don't know i don't know what the show is i see a lot of clips of rogan but i've never been through a whole episode i really have no idea i think maybe it's like a clash of like mindsets in terms of like the internet culture and like what joe rogan thinks he's doing or is trying to do or is maybe successfully doing i don't even know i think the currency on like social media in some sense is like being right so the more right you are about things it's like you just win but i don't think joe rogan cares if he's right i think he's like dumb enough to not care about that but curious enough to um entertain the other things i don't even know what he really believes or anything like that but usually like the guy i see him pretty much just listening to the guest and Kind of just trying to understand what they're saying. 
I don't know what else you're supposed to do in a podcast. I mean, the Musk connection is pretty, pretty greasy, pretty... He's, Elon Musk is a degenerate. He's really an annoying guy. It took me a long time to really get annoyed by him. I was like, I guess he's kind of like, like an annoying nerd, but he doesn't seem like bad. And then he got bad. But who knows, maybe he'll uh, find the error in his ways. We can only hope. Maybe he'll get some kind of a Scrooge thing done to him or something. I don't know. It's like, how do you make the mistake of tying your own personal image into Twitter that, like, everything you do affects what happens on Twitter? Like, literally, you're, it's just impossible for you to not have attention. So how could you possibly think that would work out? It's like, do you know who, what the owner of Google looks like? No, exactly. Coming up next... Uh, you know what? There is no next. This is it, baby. This is the big finale. And I want to thank all my supporters. I want to thank everyone who sent me their blood. I don't need it. But um, it just looks interesting and I just like to collect it. Uh, and if you sent me any bones or other parts of your body, I don't want those. And I want to thank, of course, uh, Lord Moloch, who, you know, hangs out with me. You know, he actually listens to me. He's got a bad reputation, and I understand that. And I, I don't agree with everything he says, but I'm, like, open to, like, hearing what he has to say. Like, I'll just listen, I'll hear him out. But uh, I'm definitely not going to let him take my soul. I'm using it still. <laughs>